Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike back in North Carolina. Pretty excited to be home. Catching up on a bunch of athlete files and a rider in the UK had a great race recap that I really wanted to share because I think it highlights the things that we can't put a metric on sometimes. And, you know, I've said before, and it's not a saying that I've uh, come up with it, but it's it's not who pedals the most, but it's who can pedal the hardest when it really matters. Conserving watts, you know, trying in a race to have a lot of zone one time. Don't pedal. I always tell athletes, when you are pedaling, you should know why. Like you are doing something. You are bridging to a break. You are you know, attacking, you are in a pace line. Um, if you're just pedaling when you could be coasting, you don't want to do that. So this guy had a three-stage stage race within two days. So the first was a circuit race. Unfortunately, it was uh, 55 miles and there was a crash. There was 150 guys in the race. The moto got behind the group. There was oncoming cars talk about I, I don't know if I can say the s word on this podcast talk about a poop show second day started with a time trial more like a prologue it was under four miles took, took less than 10 minutes he had really good watts for that though um which after a crash is just you know you don't expect to have a great ride the next day so but all this sets up what happens in the last stage so he starts the first line with a grapefruit sized knee this was all about grinta i felt awful for the first 30k he's in the uk so we're in kilometers so i just surfed the wheels and kept hanging in it my i started to come around when we hit the hills i was pacing the main climb which was the way to go most lads attacked and blew up both times on the last k i was passing and dropping some really good riders I surfed wheels and saved energy between the main climbs, and I got to the final climb in the lead group. In capital letters in parentheses, he put unreal. Two English pros racing in France blew the race apart at that point on the final climb, and then TT'd at 55k an hour to the line. I came home in a group of four, three minutes behind the winning group. Racing smart, Hemi beating some top riders. I can't believe I dropped so-and-so on the climb. He's the next Eddie Dunbar. So overall, I'm absolutely delighted with the day turning poop into sugar. LOL. The endurance and resilience that we've built up over the past 10 months totally paid off. So there's a few things that I think really to highlight. Pacing the main climb. You might find yourself in a race where people attack early. Now, this is a tough one. This is this is a roll of the dice, right? If you're with some strong climbers, they're going to hit that hard. It's They're not going to... Sorry, this is when I really should script these. So pacing doesn't always mean if your FTP is 300, dialing it, it at 300 and riding just at 300. I would say pacing means going over threshold but not so much that you can't then ride at threshold again because you're going to get if you have some climbers that are really good at throwing punches and we've kind of talked about this in different podcasts you know those are the guys that do the 30 30s it's like 30 30s are at the end of the race it's like the 
Grand Fondo Nationals when I was with Patrick and we were throwing some punches back and forth. And he made the comment to me after, he's like, dude, you would attack and surge and then like you'd settle down for a second and then you were going again. I wasn't riding at 420, 440. I was going like 500, 380, 500, 380. And then I got away from people. So pacing isn't always just a straight pace. Um, Now, the reason I bring this up is you're going to find people that surge sometimes and you need to ask yourself, number one, and you don't always know the answer, are they good enough to do this surge and then continue riding hard? At Masters Nationals, a couple guys I've made a comment in that recap surged early and I was like, if they can do that and keep ripping it, I just am not going to be able to climb with them. So I stayed at my pace and in, I don't know, 20 seconds, we caught them. We were, we were on a pretty steep uphill. So you need to, you need to know what you can do. You need to have done some over, over unders on like a hill. You need to just, the more you ride, the more you know what you're good at, what you're bad at. Um, and if people are going and you don't think they're coming back, then maybe you need to go and see if you blow up. I mean, it's, it's impossible to sometimes know the exact right answer, but if people are going too hard and you're just like, there's no way that I'm doing that, let them go and hopefully you catch them and that worked for this guy. Surfing the wheels and saving energy between the main climbs. This is what you wanna be doing unless for some reason you think there's a way that you can be opportunistic. Robin Carpenter talked about this in our podcast, being an opportunistic cyclist to get away before the last climb that you're going to have a small group that has enough time that it makes more sense to be at the climb let's say two minutes before the group but remember if you are going if you are going to have to drill it to a climb and use a ton of energy and you're riding at threshold you're going to climb the climb slower than people that are working together riding tempo and taking turns you know like pulling recovering, pulling, recovering, then they're going to go full blast riding well above threshold and probably pass you. So this guy was super smart, saving energy, surfing the wheels, finds himself with the lead group. I mean, (laughs) this is awesome. I was so pumped to read this. Uh, It's not an easy race and to be in the mix is a W sometimes. So you know, he even recognizes I raced smart. It had me beating some top riders. We are, it's not just the Watts. It's how do you use the Watts? And I've, I've, you know, I've done well in races, not because of strength, just because of like trying to understand where do I pedal? When do I pedal? How hard do I pedal? Like, think about this. Everyone feels good in a race, in the beginning of a race. Remember that you got to, Think down the road at hour three, at hour two, when you already have pedaled 1,500 kJs, you're going to have to have, that's when you're going to start making some of these decisions. So endurance and resilience, you know, this guy doesn't skip workouts. Um, He plans very well when he can't ride on the weekend. We reassess things. We get the time in. I should say he gets the time in. He's doing all the work. And becoming more aerobic is going to have you have your harder efforts be harder. This is an aerobic sport. I cannot say that enough. You know, for someone that I thought I was such an aerobic trained athlete, um, 
Tom has had me ride even easier than I want and uh, less hard efforts. I think it's it's quite amazing, actually. It's um, I might even do a season recap at some point and post that up. But we still go hard. Don't get me wrong. But just like I've always said, make sure that the hard is really hard. And if you're racing a ton, you don't need a ton of those super hard efforts. I think a lot of people are training too hard. And, you know, I don't know, choices. So great race recap. I think the big takeaways are just think about when you're pedaling. And if you do that, it'll be so advantageous to your results. The end. Have a great week.